1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. Gary, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We have to go to the mailbag. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Are you ready? I am ready. A listener writes, can you please ask Gary... If you've heard anything happening with Queens of the Stone Age, I heard Billy Gibbons and Dave Grohl were involved in their new project. Thanks, Kevin from Brookfield. As as happens, I, they are. I can tell, say they are working on something. Um, they, like so many other artists during the pandemic, took advantage of having as much time, really, as they want to take. And uh, yeah, I find in, in my interviews now a lot of artists are telling me that their silver lining was. You know, they didn't know when they were going to go back on tour, so there wasn't this hard deadline for anybody to make, you know, to have a recording done and out. So, and it's been much the same. I mean, Josh Holm and Queens of the Stone Age tend to take their time between albums anyway. He had some domestic issues going on that he had that that are still going on that he's having to take care of. But they, I do know, they're they're working, they're recording. I've heard Gibbons and uh, Dave Grohl too. Those are perpetual names in the Queens of the Stone Age world. I've also heard a few other names that I haven't really corroborated, but I, th- I think they're going to, you know, they'll, they'll have an interesting group of players like they always do. All right, so they are working on something is the answer. Yeah, yeah, we're not done. We're not done with Queens of the Stone Age yet. All right, now I have to bring the room down. Olivia Newton-John passed away yeah. this week. Yeah, this is a sad week because you had Olivia Newton-John, and we should not be that, that rightfully eclipsed, but we should make note that Lamont Dozier, also passed of uh, Holland Dozier Holland hit maker um, after hit after hit after amazing, hit after hit after hit and, and had some success on his own uh, working with other artists you know away from the Holland brothers but Olivia Newton John yeah the uh, interesting and, and this is nice I think is the uh, province of Victoria in Australia is going to do a state a state funeral it's not going to be a real funeral she's going to be there's going to be a private family funeral in California which is where Olivia Newton-John's remains are going to be. But uh, Victoria, you know, her home province back in Australia is going to hold, hold a state funeral, or if you prefer, observations. So that's how big, you know, that's how big a deal she was, you know, around the world, but definitely very much in her homeland. Her boyfriend faked his death, didn't he? That was many years ago, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm just trying to remember all the stuff about she her. She has an interesting, you know, there, there's, a, there's a good, uh, you know, bio biopic uh, miniseries, you know, in Olivia Newton-John. But, but you know, there's a lot more good than bad in, in her life and career. Now, certainly that she's not Taylor Swift, but she did the same thing Taylor Swift did. She started out in country and moved over to pop, right? Right. And then she got into movies. Mm-hmm. And she got into videos, videos and exercise. I mean, she really transitioned nicely through um, all of that stuff before it was called crossing over, right? Right. She well, she just became an entertain in a lot of ways an old school entertainer, just somebody who fit into a number of different worlds, and you know, and, which was great. Well, it yeah. didn't hurt that she could sing, and she was a nice look. She was pleasant to look at. She was, and, and a, a pleasant person. You know, if you ever saw her interviewed or interviewed her, I mean, you know, very pleasant, very at least put on the pretense of being down to earth, and there's no reason to believe she wasn't. 
uh, you know, just uh, you know, somebody who was well liked by fans, well liked by peers, uh, well liked by people in the industry. I mean, the industry is going to like you as long as you're selling stuff and people are buying it. But no, I mean, this this was a real. You could feel this was one of those celebrities. You could feel a real sense of loss that people felt that, that my, she was gone. I think my favorite collaboration of hers wasn't with John Travolta. It was with John Denver because you could say Olivia Newton, John Denver. There you go. You know, it just roll, it, come on. It, it the kind of names the I love. Rolls yeah. off the tongue very nicely. Right. I, I didn't do it. I just would always say it, it was, that way. Olivia and, and, and John. I, that was. I remember seeing the pictures when when you know they collaborated and and a, you know a lot of toothpaste was clearly in evidence. Yeah. When those two were working together. Um, since we brought up Taylor Swift, she's got uh, what more lawsuits coming her way. Well, yeah, this one this one has been hanging around a little bit, but she's being accused of plagiarizing "Shake It Off" from a uh, um, from a, a 2004 uh, hit by Three Three LW, um, and they're saying that very specifically, uh, they're you know they're saying that the song "Play" is going to play, you know that she took a lot a lot of elements of that song and used them for "Shake It Off." Well, she issued a statement this week. Uh, was saying actually it was a sworn statement in a court deposition, saying that she'd never heard of the, the band or the song, and she never heard the song, and that every lyric on "Shake It Off" was written entirely by me, meaning Taylor Swift. Have you heard so, them side by side? She's denying it. I have, um, not not really. Okay. You know, some verbiage and some cadence. You know, but enough to enough to call it plagiarism. I don't think so. Right. And you know, she clearly doesn't either. Not just from what she said, but these are the kind of things that if there's usually if there's a hint of a you know of doubt, they'll be settled out of court, and she's she's going to take it all the way. All right, the Britney Spears news that uh, <laughs> her her uh, ex husband uh, they're feuding, and there were some things posted, some video of Britney with her oh. kids. Oh man, this I mean, you know, talk about going from mess to mess. You know, shouldn't shouldn't she be allotted a statue of limitations to have a little peace uh, in her life? So no sooner has she finished things with her father than Kevin Federline, Britney's ex-husband, her second husband, kind of pops up. And this this, this has been a couple of weeks long brewing. He did an interview where he talked about how the, their kids, you know, they had the two kids together. They don't want to see her, their mom, you know, they're embarrassed by her, the nude and semi-nude Instagram posts, all of that. They just don't want to have anything to do with mom. Brittany fires back. You know, she was hurt, and that's pretty bad form for him to go out and be public with that. Then Kevin Federline posts these videos of uh, of Brittany with the kids when they were young and her telling them off and swearing at them. Uh, nasty stuff. They've since been taken down, uh, by the way. But, you know, pretty intense stuff. Not Although I think anybody who's had a couple of kids, <laughs> especially adolescents, you know. Thank you, Gary. Safe. Save for dropping some f bombs, which I did not do with my kids. You know, I didn't, never thought that was a good idea. But in terms of what was being said and and all that, you know, I mean, I think most people will recognize this as part of the discourse of parenthood. Well, we haven't seen the videos, but we read the story, and okay, so one kid is going into the store with no shoes on. 
yeah, okay, you know, so stuff like that. There's a lot of talk about how they don't, they have to, you know, respect her and listen to her and, and not be f ups. Right, and um, we said that sounds like parenting. Right, right. So you know, so now now Britney's attorney is firing back and saying, you know, that Kevin Federline may face some action uh, for releasing those uh, for a whole lot of, you know, on a, on a whole lot of different. You know, charges from from cyber, and that'll be good for the kids. Yeah, cyberbullying. So. Cyber uh, mm. You know, all, you know. He, he cited he cites a number of statutes that that Kevin Federline may have violated yeah. uh, by sharing those. So, but you know, you know, you do sit back and like, yeah, you know, God bless it, people. Can't everybody just chill uh, for a little while? And have you met people, Gary? Yeah, I know. <laughs> people call me aren't an like idealist. that. Call me an idealist. Yeah. You're okay? an idealist. Uh, uh, good news for Brittany. She and Elton John, they both confirm. Yeah, we did yeah. work on something together. Yeah, they did a they did a a, a treatment of Tiny Dancer. Um, we're not entirely sure yet if this is an outright cover of the song or if it's something else called Hold Me Closer, in which they use Tiny Dancer as the basis of it. We we should hear it soon, but apparently they did it secretly um, at, at Elton John's home in Beverly Hills, California. Um, and it, it's going to be out this month, they're saying. So uh, that's kind of exciting. Carrie Underwood, I mean, we, Carrie Underwood's going to do the Open for month, uh, Sunday Night Football, or she's just going to be on Sunday Night Football for the first week. She'll be she'll be there for the for the first game uh, this year, which is September 11th, uh, Cowboys versus Tampa Bay um, in Arlington, Texas, and you know. She's beginning a new season. Of course, she did the Sunday Night Football song again, and uh, she's, it looks like she's planning to be there at the game. I don't know if she's going to be performing, but she, you know, her social media post indicates that she will be. She will, she will be there, knowing Carrie probably to cheer on the Cowboys. I would think. I mean, that's uh, you know maybe Tampa Bay, but I, I, some, I feel like if you're a country singer, you go for the Cowboys if you're not going for the Titans. You could maybe throw, could, well, let's see, Atlanta in there. Yeah, maybe, maybe Atlanta. Maybe the pa- you know, <clears throat> Panthers. Maybe, maybe Jacksonville. She lives in an NFL yeah. neutral state, or she's from a neutral state, Oklahoma. There's right, no she's from a neutral there. state. But, but that's cowboy country in Oklahoma. Right, she, really? Exactly, Arizona was cowboy country. Come yeah. on. I thought Oklahoma yeah. didn't like anything from Texas. Uh, they like the cowboy, you know. They like the, they make an exception for the cowboys. <laughs> the the okay. Oilers are too far away, or if you, the Oilers were too far away. Now the uh, Texans are too far away. Sure, yeah. Um, Lindsey Buckingham, two stops in Wisconsin. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys are going to get the buck. Uh, the buck will stop there. Uh, he's on October thirty first. He's playing in Eau Claire at the Pablo Center at the Confluence University of Wisconsin Eau Claire. And November 1st, he's playing the Meyer Theater in Green Bay. Okay. So right. Lindsay works. Lindsay goes to work. Had a chance to talk yesterday to Mike Campbell uh, from Tom Petty's Heartbreakers, but w- who was the late, the last lead guitarist in Fleetwood Mac, or the most recent after they fired Lindsay. Um, you know, Tom, Tom stepped in in his place, and I asked him if there had been any talk yet, and he said no, that they had... They had, in fact, you know, when they finished the last tour, said, "Okay, let's let's take a few years and then regroup, see what we want to do again." But he, Mike Campbell, said he'd be perfectly okay if they decide to do the next thing with Lindsay. You Are know? you sticking with your original prediction that Lindsay will be back in Fleetwood Mac? 
if there's if there's anything else, Fleetwood Mac, Lindsay will be back. And I also wouldn't be surprised if Lindsay, Stevie, and Mick went out. Not necessarily billed as Fleetwood Mac. But because there would be else. no Macs in the band if there's... there's Chris- right, yeah. All the, all the McVees would be gone. Yeah. So it could be Fleetwood. You know, they they could come up with something. They could call it Tusk or something. <laughs> but uh, but I Or just say Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, you know, Nicks Buckingham Fleetwood. White Sna- Buckingham, Nicks Fleetwood. White Snake says they're out on the tour with uh, the Scorpions? Scorpions, yeah. So David Coverdale apparently has a an upper respiratory issue that's been plaguing him since Europe. They had to cancel a tour in Europe. I mean, this poor band, they had one guitarist go down, then the drummer went down, and then Coverdale, uh, who founded the band, of course, still leads it, has just been dealing with this upper respiratory infection for a while. So so he said that, you know, he basically posted a message saying, it's it's not better yet. You know, we need to bow out of this tour with what? the Scorp- Scorpions, which starts later this month. What decade of life are those guys all in? They're in their 70s. Well, Coverdale's in his 70s, right. and mo- most of the band's 50s, 60s. Yeah. Um, it's a far cry from having Tony Catane Kistain- <laughs> spread across yeah. the hood of your car. Yeah, right? a little, She's not... a, you know, a little, a little bit. Also, uh, just overnight, um, canceling in the U.K. and Europe is Rage Against the Machine. We we talked a few weeks ago about how Zachary LaRocca uh, their front man, you know, injured his leg, and he's been, they've continued in the U.S., and he's been performing sitting down, but apparently his doctors have nixed an overseas trip and said, you know, you don't need to do that kind of travel. You, you need to stay home and, and rehab, re- rehab and recuperate your leg. All right, where are we finishing up today? Oh, I got, um, I, I got one I want to know about. Sure. Uh, when Courtney Love says she's finished with her memoir, does that mean she just quit doing it, or the, it's all uh, done? She, uh, she says it's she has completed the writing of her memoir, which took her more than a decade. Wow. Okay. Uh, but you know, don't 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 expect to get it for holidays for your holiday gift. This book, the girl with the most cake. She's not sure when it's coming out, and she said, and she even says in her postings, it's all about the paper supply chain backup. As we we actually talked about that a little bit last week. Boy, yeah. so you, Does she address any of the you know Courtney did it accusations? In I'm that? sure she will. She she can't help herself. Even if you don't ask her a question about it, <laughs> it get it gets there. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Gary. What are your yeah. feelings on it? Did she do it? No. No, she's innocent. That's no fun when you say no. You got to say something. Like, well, well no, she, nah, she'll. She'll find she I'm confident she will find a newsworthy way to lash out at those who said she did. All right. All right. All right. All right well, Very enjoy good. your preseason football this yeah, weekend, you guys, Gary. You guys too. Well, uh, or or as we like to say around here, enjoy your nap. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll That's... be it'll be the real thing soon enough and then at least here here with the Lions we'll enjoy our nap. All right. Gary, All we'll right. talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. All right. Talk to you later. Gary Graff.